doesn't matter what somebody else is doing. You're forgetting that you lost 20 pounds or you run two minutes a mile faster than you used to. Yeah. And that's all that matters. We're all different. And that's all that matters. Are you doing better today than you were yesterday? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Office Visits with Dr. V. You guys know who I am. I am Benita Renato, MD. I'm a board-certified OBGYN and a board-certified lifestyle medicine physician. And it is my goal to help you have a happier and healthier life. And I've got another great, um, inspiring guest that I just happened to randomly meet. But we were almost kind of like the same person. Well, we weren't the same person, but... We had a lot in common. We had similar birthdays. We had our kids around the same age. We both lived in Houston at some point. Um, And so um, I just spoke up and just kind of, she was a woman that was in her 40s. She's a runner. She looks great. And I'm like, what are you doing? And little did I know there was a story behind all of that. All right. So I am welcoming two office visits with Dr. V. Lori Jasevitz. It's a tough one. I like it. Lori G. Lori Jasevitz. And she is, gosh, she has a professional career, but we're not here to talk about that today. So, uh, Lori, how about you just introduce yourself to the listeners? Sure. Thanks. It's great to see you again. It was awesome running into you and meeting you. Um, my name is Lori Jasevich. I live in Greensboro. I uh, have two kids, husband, cats, dog, the whole thing. Um, so, you know, as most people, I have every excuse in the world not to work out or not to take care of myself. Yeah. Uh, but somewhere along the way, after having my daughter, um, I just realized that that was really important, that I wanted to get back to who I knew I was. And, um, you know, I just got after it. Yeah. Oh, y'all, did she get after it? Um, I'll give you the information for her Instagram, uh, and you will see how she got after it. Um, but I was there uh, promoting a 5K, and, and, you know, people were coming in to register and get their bibs for the 5K. So we were in a running store. And so she said she's a runner for 20 years. And, you know, I love to hear you say I wanted to get back to that. Um, so what we're going to talk about today, and I really think Um, I really think this is foundational mindset shifts that we need to have to prepare us for mental and physical transformation. Mindset shifts that we need to have to prepare us for mental and physical transformation. And and Lori has three um, that she wants um, to share with us. Um, But first, I want to say we have in common, we both have two children Um, you know, after we have our second kid, our bodies change. (laughs) And as an OBGYN, I really try to allow my patients or encourage them to give themselves some grace. Um, because I say your body will never be the same, but that doesn't mean it can't be great. Right. So, um, tell us about these mindset shifts because, you know, transformation happens, I think, in the mind first. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that, you know, after, after having a first child, it's not as difficult, I say, 
Um, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to have a partner who will take the child and I can do what I have to do. Um, after my second child, I now have a toddler and a baby. My husband's on the road five days a week and I, I can't really take the time or so I think. Um, and I think this kind of brings me to my first point, And I think the most important point I want to make is that it's not being selfish to take care of yourself. I think um, <laughs> a lot of women, especially, um, it's just kind of in our DNA to take care of everybody and to take yeah. care of everything. Yeah. And, you know, if we're on the treadmill for a half hour, that's a half hour we could be folding laundry. Or if we're running, it's, you know, 30 minutes we can be coloring with our daughter. Um, but if you are just so drained, and you're not taking care of yourself, then you can't give yourself fully. Um, so I think it's really important for women, especially to realize, and men too, but I think women especially, um, you know, a half hour divided by 24 hours, that's a really small percentage of your time. And if you can give yourself a half hour, 20 minutes, you know, whenever it is to recharge yourself, to do whatever it is, to meditate, to do yoga, whatever it is you want to do, um, you're going to feel rejuvenated and you're going to be able to give more of yourself. So I really think that's the most important thing. You're not being selfish. You're actually going to be a better person for your family. Absolutely. You'll be more productive, more clear-headed. Your mood will be better. We say that so many times, and I, I don't get tired of saying it because... Even along this journey, you still have to keep reminding yourself that this is not selfish. This is not selfish. Um, I love that. That never gets old. We always need to be reminded of that. I love that one. Did you did you feel like you were selfish when you kind of took charge of, you know, your health again? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, there are still days. 20 years later, you know, my, my kids are 13 and 11. So I'll say 13 years later. Um, there are still days that I have to remind myself it, it's okay that I'm doing this for myself. And, you know, now I'm up to some days, two hours of working out a day. So that's a little bit harder, um, to convince yeah. myself. Yeah. So, you know, I do make some adjustments. I get up 4:30 in the morning, whatever it is to get it done so that it's not on disruption. So um, you know, once you get into the two hour, three hour range, you know, maybe, maybe something has to give, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I did feel guilty and I, I do still some days. And although I will say my kids are conditioned now, if I'm in the gym, they know I'm in the gym and wait until she's done. <laughs> wait until mama is done. Cause mama is doing nothing while she's in the gym, but focus it on mama. I love that. Well, you know, I, I gl I'm glad you said that about 4.30 in the morning. I don't get up quite so early, but I do get up early. Um, and there's no guilt there because everybody's asleep. Right. Everybody's right. Asleep. And it really, you know, I know some of you guys are like, well, I shouldn't have to get up so early, you know, to take care of myself. But it really is a quiet time. It's peaceful and you really can focus on yourself without, you know, any distractions from mm -hmm. maybe the dog, but that's about it. <laughs> it's like I am trying to get people and I am not a morning person. 
That's why I thought I would be a great OBGYN because I love staying up in the middle of the night. But I have turned into a morning person and getting up, starting my day at five has been amazing. And that's part of a transformation that I hope um, that our listeners will at least consider. Just just plant the seed. Let's just plant the seed. OK. All right. So don't be selfish. I mean, not don't be selfish. Taking You're not care of yourself is not selfish. Okay, got it. What about, let's see, number two. Um, The second thing I would say, and this has become more and more important in the world of social media, uh, it's so easy to to doom scroll, to scroll through Instagram and Facebook um, and compare yourself to whoever you see on the screen um, and think, you know, oh my gosh, she looks so much better than me or she runs so much faster than me. that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what somebody else is doing for a couple of reasons. The first reason, we all know that we only post the best things. We only post the good. We only post the best mile time and the best workout. There are plenty of workouts that sucked before that, that we didn't post. Um, And second, the only person you really need to compare yourself is to whoever you were yesterday. Are you better than you were yesterday? Oh, wait, say that again. Who do you need to compare yourself to? The person you were yesterday. That's it. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Well, y'all, somebody helps me edit these things, and I'm just going on camera and saying that needs to be (laughs) put out on social media. You only need to compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. I love that. I love that. It's hard. I know it's hard. Um, I catch myself. I try not to... um, post as much anymore which you know pros and cons you know I I do know that there are some people out there who appreciate the content I put out um but I try not to get on social media too much because I will I'll do the same thing I'll I'll look at somebody else and think wow look at her legs or wow look at her arms or (laughs) okay we we all do it we all do it it's just um you know and you're forgetting that you lost 20 pounds or you run two minutes a mile faster than you used to. Yeah. And that's all that matters. We're all different. And that's all that matters. Are you doing better today than you were yesterday? Mm. Yeah, that's good. You know, we didn't really open up talking about your journey, but you, you lost quite a few pounds and you know, you've got quite a bit of muscle mass. You're very tall. I'm looking at you sideways because I'm like, your muscle legs look amazing. You got like abs that you can see. So I'm pulling you. You have to check out her Instagram. So, you know, just tell the listeners real quick, like how much did you lose and how long did it take? And, you know, how did you uh, make that transformation? Um, after my daughter, um, I had her in 2012. It took me until 2014 to really decide that I wanted to do something about it. Um, I knew that my pants size had gone up uh, three sizes. I still felt fairly comfortable, but I knew that that wasn't me. Um, So one day I was in a brand new office, brand new job. And one of the ladies in the office said, hey, you know, do you want to join this gym challenge with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm always up for a challenge. I hadn't even thought about going to a gym. I'd always just run. Um, so we ended up going to this, it was, I don't even remember exactly what the challenge was. It might've been 90 days or 60 days. I don't even know. Um, 
but I had never lifted weights before, really, um, not to any extent. Um, so we were deadlifting, squatting, kettlebell swings, the whole thing. And it was really pretty cool. It was exciting. I was I was nervous first walking in. I didn't even know how to load load plates on a bar. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, lift and lift in. That's lift and lift in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had us. The trainer had us um, on a fairly strict diet. Probably a lot more strict than I would do now. It was really low carb, um, but it was just for the challenge. It wasn't sustainable. It was just really for the challenge to to lose weight, to lose body fat. Uh, we were going to class together, I want to say like 5.30 every morning. And from the beginning to the end, it was probably three months. I lost about 30 pounds. Wow. And I had never had to lose weight before, so I didn't really know how to do it. But just, you know, showing up and eating much better and be, being a little more mindful about what I was eating and having the camaraderie, that was really yeah the, the trifecta, really. Yeah. Okay, wait. The trifecta was what? Camaraderie. Camaraderie, showing up for my workouts and eating better. And eating better. Camaraderie, showing up and eating better. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say I have stopped eating after 7. My bedtime is usually around 9 or 10 o'clock. And just by doing that alone... I lost like five pounds and my jeans fit so much better. That's um, awesome. I, I do Pilates, but it was, it's just like we always think we have to make these big changes. And it's great that you had a challenge, but, you know, they're all close. You can do one of those of the trifecta, you know, and, and get started. And you most likely will see some result right? and physically, mentally, for sure, for sure. And I would say, obviously, that to prioritize eating in in my opinion i know this is not everybody's opinion but i would rather work out three hours a day if that was how i was gonna lose weight <laughs> you know but it's not <laughs> you have to eat better you do have to eat better what were some of the things you had to give up that you had to to say sorry not or two or limit let's say limit um alcohol was limited if not completely out i can't remember but no, this was Almost almost 10 years ago now. Jeez. Um, that's kind of crazy. Uh, pasta, I pretty much eliminated. Rice, you know, a, a lot of the empty carbs, white bread, things like that. Mm-hmm. And just increasing green vegetables and, and vegetables altogether. Plant-based dining it or increasing mm-hmm. your plants. Love it. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell her to say that, y'all. But increasing weight. So um, what part of your transformation do you feel like adding weight training um, contributed to? Um, is that, I mean, because, you know, the, we do need the muscle mass. You and I are both, you know what, y'all, she's like, I think you're 13 days older than me. We were born the mm-hmm. same year. We're both in our late 40s. And so um, tell us a little bit about the benefits of weight training. Uh, it, it felt pretty cool to be able to see triceps and biceps. Uh, I had never real, you know, I'll tell you, I used to watch Friends because who didn't? And I would look at Jennifer Aniston's arms and think, wow, I really, someday I would love to look like that. And I was starting to look like that. And I was like, oh, oh wow. holy crap. Like this, this is really cool. I just keep lifting this and eating better. And 
it was really, I don't know, it, you know, it was kind of vain, but it's kind of fun to see the transformation in your body, like to see the things that you can do with your body and to get wow. a six pack and yeah, it was fun. It's fun and it's it just made me feel healthier. I could imagine. I could imagine that. So you looked better. What were some of the things that you felt like you could do? Because um, I know you were stronger. You're lifting. Um, was your balance better? What, were you able to run faster? What were some of the other physical benefits of weight training? Well, at the same time as this challenge, I was training I want to say for a half, it was either a half or a full marathon. I honestly can't remember anymore. Um, but I was in the middle of training, which sounds kind of crazy because I was doing both at the same time. But lifting makes your running so much better. And I'm finding that out now again, 10 years later, um, that when your legs are stronger, your arms are stronger, um, your core is stronger, you can run so much faster and so much longer. And just recently, I actually came in first in a 5K, first in my age group. You know, it's not a huge field. Um, yeah, but still, I had never even thought, I had never thought that was possible. So that was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you know what? As we get older and we start to, you know, lose muscle mass, that's, that does affect our metabolism. So, you know, definitely need to add that muscle in to help with that. And then also our bones. Like we need that resistance to help um, to prevent osteoporosis. And so right. it also helps with balance and just a whole bunch of stuff. Because as you get older, you lose these things that you didn't even know were at play that were allowing you to come right. All of a sudden, you, you know, you trip in and you fall in. And that's because of, you know, your loss of muscle mass and, and strength. So, all right. So take us back. Uh, we did one. You are not selfish if you're taking care of yourself. And what was number two? Don't compare yourself to anybody but yourself. All right. And what is number three? Um, number three is a phrase that gets tossed around a lot. I have it on a T-shirt. I have it on a plaque. But it's really true. It's progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. um, I am a perfectionist by nature. I was born a perfectionist. And I struggled to do anything if I didn't think I could nail it. Like if I wasn't going to do it 100%, I didn't even want to do it. Oh, wow. It, and that, that was really tough to get over. And I'm still kind of getting over that. Um, but it's really important in so many aspects. If you um, you know, a lot of people will go out for a run and for whatever reason, it's a bad run. Um, they set out for four miles. They can only do two. And then they spiral into this self-pity. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. My training's over. I'm never going to run the race. I'm never going to whatever, whatever. It just keeps going. And, and they, you know, maybe they're supposed to run an easy two mile tomorrow and tomorrow comes and they're like, well, I'm not going to bother because yesterday's run was terrible. But that's okay. Like, you know, we're human beings. We're going to have bad days and it's okay. You know, it just, it, it's just going to happen, especially if you're training hard. You can't have mm -hmm. every single run or lift be good. You just have to move on. So, you know, we have 24 hours a day. If something goes wrong that day, wake up the next morning and just move on. Forget about it. Put it in the past. Or better yet, learn from it. You know, what did I do wrong? What happened? Did I not drink enough water? Did I not eat enough, to, you know, beforehand? 
whatever it is, did I not sleep well? Learn from it instead of spiraling out of control. Right. Um, but then on the other side, the nutrition. I think nutrition, if I could hammer anything home, because I know I've done it, um, you know, you set out with this goal of X amount of calories, X amount of carbs, whatever your your diet goal is, you know, everybody has a different plan. Um, and then Friday comes and they have two beers and have a pizza and Saturday comes and they're like, that was awful. I can't believe I did that. But I did. So now I'm going to have a bowl of ice cream for breakfast. Already. And it just keeps going. Yes. You know, we're all, I'm, I am, you know, I'll have a beer on a Friday and I'll have a pizza on Friday. And then Saturday I wake up and I eat a salad and I drink my water and it's fine. You know, it's yeah. when, it's when we hold ourselves to this unrealistic expectation, like I'm going to be perfect all the time, that people just don't know where to go from there if they can't be. And I think it's really important to understand that there is no such thing as perfect. There really isn't. Are you doing better this week than you did last week? Are you eating more vegetables this week than you did last week? Did you have, you know, two beers instead of four? (laughs) Whatever the measurement is. Baby steps, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's it. You have to look at it over a continuum, not not just yesterday. Like, oh, yesterday, I screwed up yesterday, so I might as well just keep going on that trajectory. Yeah. But, you know, just you have to have grace. You have to give yourself grace and and just start start new the next day. It's fine. Yep. The ability to start anew. I, I can't tell you how many people, I mean, and 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 we've all done it. Well, I speak for myself. You know, mm-hmm. that one day that goes awry turns into two. And then you look up and it's been four weeks. And yes, well, you have to run. And <laughs> so I, I don't, I'm not saying this right, but someone, I think they said, try not to have two bad days in a row or like to just, you know, just throw it just completely give up two days in a row. You know, you can have a bad day, but get back on the next day. Um, because the more bad days you have, you start to kind of compound that feeling of, oh my gosh, what have I done? And it just spirals out. So um, I also love what you're saying about progress, not perfection. You know, perfection is the root of procrastination, you know, it's for some people, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're talking about people running and not having a good run. And some people are just sitting on the couch um, because they don't know how to start. They don't know where to start. Um, you you are a runner most of your life. But for some of those folks who may be listening that are more kind of literally they're sitting on the couch. They are not doing half of what you just talked about. What's one thing you think they could do to kind of, in the vein of progress, not perfection, what's something that they could do to kind of take a step forward off the couch? I would say um, if you can afford it, go buy a nice pair of shoes because who doesn't like to have something new or buy a new pair of shorts? Something that's going to make you feel good about what you're about to do. And then Uh, don't set lofty goals. If you have never run, if you don't even walk, don't sign up for a marathon. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) 
you know, just go outside and walk around the block, you know, put your AirPods in and walk a half a mile, do something small so that you feel accomplished. Because once you start feeling those accomplishments add up, then you're going to want to do more. You're going to realize, wow, this actually feels pretty good. You know, some people never like the way it feels to exercise. I had find the hard to believe, but you know, some people just don't like lifting or they don't like running or they don't like some aspect of it. Find something that's going to get you up in the morning, I think is the most important thing. If it's swimming, if it's biking, whatever it is, find something that you really love and just just get it's after funny. it. Get after it. So look, I think that's clarified. When you say buy some shoes, are you talking about some red bottoms? Or are you talking about running shoes? Running shoes. Running shoes. <laughs> not red bottoms. I'm just oh a heel. That's probably not what she means. Okay. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one that thought that. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Honestly, yeah. Good footwear is a must. Is a must. And you know, for people, you know, also in the same vein of getting off the couch, you know, we used to say that, oh, you need to go talk to your doctor before you exercise. But if you're in, if you're in moderately good health, let's say you have high blood pressure, diabetes, and that's controlled, and, you know, you really don't have any major heart issues, um, you can start walking around the block, just like Lori said. You don't have to, you know, pay a $50 copay um, for your doctor to say, yeah, I want you to start walking because you have had um, but for people who have heart issues, you know, you know who you are. Um, you might need to talk with your cardiologist. So um, I, I like that. Just start, walking is so easy. Walking is so easy. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's affordable. You know, you have to have a pair of shoes. Um, and really, you can do it anywhere. So I love that. Um, all right. So we went through our three things and, you know, guys, I usually, I like to talk to my guests a little bit before, and I talked to Lori quite a bit in the store the day we met, but you said something that, that really stuck with me. Um, and you said, there's no end point, which mm -hmm. I was like, at first I was like, yeah, there's no end point, but no, yeah, there really is no end point. Um, so kind of close us out, you know, can you talk a little bit about what that statement means there's there's not an end point sure um i do a lot of programs that are 21 days 80 days i'm currently doing an 80 day program and i think i'm on day 57 and some days i i, I press play and i'm like oh my gosh when is this going to be over but it's never going to be over this program might be over this race might be over but you can't really think about it. It's it, you need to keep going. You need to keep going every day or, you know, with moderate rest days too. Um, but it's, it's for life. You have, it, you're yeah. training for life. And I actually have started using the hashtag whenever I post training for life, because people will ask me when I'm running, you know, oh, you're training for something. Generally I am, but I'm like, no, I'm training for life. Like I want to live my healthiest life. So maybe my 21-day program is over. But once I get halfway through, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do next? What's the next thing I'm going to do? What's the next race I'm going to do? Um, because it it doesn't end. It, you know, and the, the second it does end, the old habits start creeping back in. Right. Yep, yep, yep. And it's almost kind of, 
daunting in a way, but, you know, oddly, I think when you take that approach, you realize this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. And Mm -hmm. you can really implement those habits slowly. Um, Because I I, I think like what you said, there's always a 30-day something, six weeks, 12 weeks, and we just go all hard in the paint. 12 weeks is up and we can't wait for the 12 weeks to up. We're, we're counting down and then it's over and we're like, okay, now I can relax. Right. And if you really realize there's no endpoint, then yeah, that just kind of helped mo- motivate me for the time. But there's, there's more after that. And this is really a lifestyle. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, when people do these things, these 12 week challenges or 30 days, they feel better and they feel good. And that'll be enough to keep them um, moving forward and wanting more. Um, exactly. So, I love it. <laughs> so is there anything else that you want to uh, leave our listeners with? Anything that we might not have covered? Um, something that people always say to you or, you know, something that might be encouraging or inspiration before we go, inspiring before we go? Um, I think probably... The, the one thing that most people hear the most is I don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. really don't have time not to. You, you have to make, you have to make the time. You really do. And maybe it's getting up at 4.30 or maybe it's staying up a half hour past bedtime for the kids or maybe it's your lunch hour. Maybe, you know, I, I try to walk a mile or two on my lunch break outside of everything else I'm doing. But if you really think about it, is it really that you don't have time or it's just not a priority? Ooh. Ooh. And if if it is a priority, you're going to find the time. <laughs> uh, did she just read some of y'all? Like, <laughs> I was read. Uh, you don't have time or it's not a priority. And it's probably the latter. Mm-hmm. It's not a priority. Um, we don't, we don't, Find time, we make time. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. This has been so wonderful. And I just want to, again, publicly say thank you for coming on. Y'all, she didn't know me from anybody. <laughs> I mean, from anybody. But we had such a great connection. Um, and it just, it, as I talked to her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, people have to hear your story. So um, where else can they follow, follow you, Lori? Um, Facebook and Instagram are the biggest places. Um, LinkedIn is more my professional channel. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in what I'm doing in construction, you can look at me there, but it's not as exciting. <laughs> yeah, she's not out building things. It's marketing, correct? You're in marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the regional marketing manager. Mm-hmm. So you have a job that potentially could be somewhat sedentary. Is that safe to very. say? Very yeah. much so, yeah. So all the more important that you're out there and staying active. So you guys can find her on Facebook and Instagram. Is it under your name? It is, yep. Okay, let, let's spell that last name for people who are just written then. Go ahead. It's just how it sounds. I'm sure it is. It's G-I-C-E-W-I-C-Z. Love it. All right. Bernardo Jasevich, I love it. <laughs> so, guys, um, again, thank you, Lori, and thank you for being an inspiration and being willing to come on and um, share share your knowledge with us. And, oh, you're welcome. Uh, 
guys, if you could take just a little bit of this, you know, hey, taking care of yourself is not selfish. Don't compare yourself to anybody, but other than the person you were yesterday, I might have switched that up. And then number three was progress, not perfection. If you can just hold on to at least one of those and just kind of step out. I think that you will start a journey that will definitely um, enhance your life and hopefully will extend your life. So thank you so much, um, guys, for listening. Uh, This is another episode of Office Visits with Dr. V. Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe. And you know what? We'll be back next week. So check us out then. Till next time. Bye-bye.